Anthony Santiago here. You're listening to 8X Radio. After two years of trying to make money online, I decided enough was enough. I learned a lot, but I haven't achieved the results that I want yet. I'm committing every single day to becoming financially free and receiving a two-comma club award. I will not stop until I have crushed these goals. Join me on my pursuit to financial freedom. I'm documenting my way there, and I want to show you the way. My name is Anthony Santiago, and welcome to ADX Radio. All right, welcome back to ADX Radio. Today we're going to be talking about crafting an irresistible offer. Now, this is something I actually learned about uh, during the whole uh, One Funnel Away Challenge thing, where they basically say, like, your offer should have such a high value that it's going to be hard to say no to it, right? It's kind of like uh, like make them an offer they can't refuse. Uh, I made the example before where I said, like, for $100, right, you could take your whole family on a vacation to Hawaii, right? All expenses paid, all you do is pay it $100. The kind of effect you want to have is, like, wow, look at all that value that I'm getting for the money that I'm paying for it. Like, $100... Most people can afford, you know, $100, right? And when they're getting thousands of dollars in value, they're probably going to be a lot more likely to buy. So the question is, how exactly do you make an irresistible offer? Well, when I was making a my offer for my programming course, which I'm still going to be doing, I'm doing, I'm doing something a little different right now to make a more entry-level offer, but the tactics are the same. So when I was making my course right my core product was the course uh with an slo funnel you have pretty much you have like three main products or four main products you have the squeeze page thing which is something you're giving away for free uh that can be an ebook a report your core offer is like the main thing that you're selling which in this case is my programming course then you have a one-time offer which is something it's a more higher ticket item but something that accompanies your core offer. And then you have the order bump, which is, it's kind of like a bonus item that you can get uh, for a little bit more money uh, tacked onto your order. So when you're thinking about all these things that you have to make for uh, your offer, right? The question is, how do I know which things to put in this offer? And which order do I put them in? And the way they described it was when you're making a squeeze page offer, it should be something that is so high in value that you would actually sell it for money, but you're giving it away for free. So in my case, I had a 110 page ebook that realistically I would like to have charged at least like $10 for, and I'm giving that away for free, which seems kind of annoying, right? You're putting all that work into something, but you're giving it away for free. But the point is, you, you want them to trust you. You want them to see the value in what you're doing. So when you overwhelm them with value, with a free thing, they're going to be thinking, wow, look, well, you know, if the free stuff is this good, how, how does the paid stuff look? That's the whole goal of the squeeze page, is that spark enough curiosity so that, that they actually opt in to whatever it is you're giving away. And you want to wow them to where... They, um, they're kind of building trust with you, right? They like how you're doing things and they're more likely to buy from you. Now you move on to the core offer. 
my case, it's the programming course. Now, this is something ideally I would like to charge $97 for. Um, so this is probably not something that you could use for an SLO funnel. Typically, this would be in like the $9 to $47 range. Um, I'm not sure what the cutoff point is, but like I said yesterday, the reason my first funnel failed was because I went too expensive with my core offer. But like, you know, the, tactic, the tactics are still the same. So I'm gonna go over why I structured my core offer that way, um, because it's still gonna be something I'm gonna be using later down the line, uh, higher up my value ladder. So the core offer, right? When you buy a product, I briefly mentioned before that when you create a product and you sell it to someone, you're actually creating more problems with that. Now, a problem, what's a potential problem that somebody might run into when they're trying to learn programming? They can run into a bunch of pitfalls. They're making a bunch of mistakes. Um, their confidence is dropping because because um, they're, they're, trying, they're trying to make things work and they're not working. Or they're putting a lot of time into this one thing and it's just not coming out right. Or they realize that they're following a bunch of bad practices and maybe they're gonna get discouraged. Maybe that's gonna cause them to quit. So my solution to that was I created a separate ebook, which is the 25 uh, beginner pitfalls, the most common pitfalls, because that fits with a potential objection that they might have, right? Like, oh, what if I go through this course and you know I'm picking up bad practices along the way? So you just solve that, you solve their problem before it even starts. You think of all the potential problems that are gon going to occur with whatever it is that you're selling. Now, the other thing that I had was, you know, what if the student wants to interact with different students, right? There should be a platform for that where they can talk with other people, with other programmers, right? That could also be an objection because, you know, they're going through this course. They don't have anybody to discuss the lessons with. They might feel lost. They might get overwhelmed. So what do you do? You make a platform where they can talk to each other and in the programming space, this is usually like a Slack channel because it has um, has this thing called Markdown support where it formats the code and it's just easier to talk about programming on there than like a Facebook group. And the other thing that I have is um, they might be looking for different resources, right? Uh, besides mine, because one of the things when you're programming, right, you're referring to a bunch of different resources, you're referring to different courses, uh, different books and stuff. So I thought, how can I solve that problem, right? How can I shortcut that search for them? So I took all of my best resources, all the free courses, paid courses, uh, books, free books, paid books, every, like literally everything I've used throughout my whole programming journey, and I put that into a document, and I added that to my offer, right? So you can see that every single thing in my offer, right? Everything in my set of products is solving some sort of problem. And that makes it easier for them to buy because when they're thinking about all the potential things that can go wrong with this purchase, uh, like going through this whole process that you're trying to give them, they're gonna see like, oh, uh, I, I might have a, like I wanna, talk to different programmers about this. I don't want to get lost. And then they're going to see that there's a platform where they can talk to other programmers. Or they're going to be like, oh, um, I want to learn from other books too. And it's like, 
that problem solved too because I provided all the best books for them. Now we move on to the order bump, which um, it doesn't have to be directly, from my understanding, it doesn't have to be directly related to a problem, but just kind of a nice accompaniment that is kind of kind of irresistible enough that they would want to buy that too. Now the order bump is actually on the checkout page. It's like that little uh, checkbox. If you've ever been on like any of Russell Brunson's funnels, you'll know that he has like that little like uh, checkbox and it's like one time offer, like you'll get this, it's this value. And that helps you bump up your cart value. Excuse me. Um, so what I did with mine was I said, okay, I fixed all these problems already that they might potentially have. So what is something else that I could that I could offer them that would be irresistible to buy? I thought to myself, well, they might want to actually talk to me, right, directly. Maybe a 30-minute session would work for that. So my order bump is a $50 order bump. What's well, actually $49, you know, basically $50. And it's a 30-minute one-on-one session with me where I will survey their coding skills and give them tips for improvement and basically just kind of set them up for success with the course, right? So let's say if there's any other issues left, right? They're like, oh, I don't, I don't feel confident I can take this course. Um, I don't feel confident about this. Um, I'm not sure how to do that. They can talk to me one-on-one and I'll be able to clear those doubts for them before they proceed and take the course, right? So in a way, it does solve a problem. Ideally, um, it should solve a problem, but I don't think it has to 100% solve a problem. It's just kind of a nice accompaniment, something that they would want. Now, my one-time offer, I thought, how can I provide more support to my, my students, right? For the people who want extra help. And I also thought about some of these people might be trying to get a job, right? They might be trying to pass an interview. What are other problems that I could solve <coughs> with my one-time upsell? So I made a book for five different ways to make money as a programmer. And I made a career secrets book, which goes over the different, uh, a couple different ways that you can kind of build up your experience and a whole section on working with interviews, like how, how to prepare for them, how to kind of approach different problems that you might come up with in an interview, and ultimately, a lot of the things that you would need to know before walking into an interview. So the person who wants, you know, extra help, right, they're really trying to become successful, and they're really trying to put the work in, um, that's what I would put on my one-time offer page. And from that, right, because it's more tailored guidance, um, you can kind of you can charge more for it right because your time is valuable and the people that you're selling to also know that your time is valuable so they're going to expect that something with more tailored guidance from you is going to be more expensive now if you're doing like one-on-one sessions you can charge even more for that but the problem is you you might have a scalability issue there if you have like the ability for them to have like X amount of appointments a month, because there's eventually going to get to a point where you can't actually take any more students because your schedule is just going to be completely filled with one-on-one appointments. 
So I thought, how could I still serve these students, right, on a more tailored level, but also be scalable at the same time? So I thought about group coaching, right? Because instead of a one-to-one, it's a one-to-many relationship where people can ask me questions, I'll directly answer it in a, it's kind of like a one-on-one setting, but you have different, you have, you know, everybody in a group on the call and you can kind of address problems that way, um, address their concerns, their questions in bulk. And that way also everybody else in the group who has like a similar question can also get it answered. Would save you a lot of time and it makes it makes it more scalable because you want to try and go for the one-to-many approach if you can the only reason i have like the one-on-one order bump is because um i i just think that's probably the most irresistible thing that i can put in the order bump so i just kind of have to suck it up if um if i'm getting a lot of students that want the one-on-one it's only a one-time thing though so it's not like a consistent um every month where they can schedule something. It's just a one-time thing. And when you're constructing your offers, you want to go for at least 10 times the value. So what is the value of a book that potentially helps you make money, right? Five different ways to make money. I would say that could be worth $97. Now, you're not going to sell it for $97. You're going to charge $10 for that if you're actually selling it. But the perceived value of that is much higher. So I would say $97 for that. Uh, My order bump, as I said, my time is obviously valuable, right? A one-on-one setting. So 10 times $49 would be about $500, which lines up with how much I would charge for an actual one-on-one session for X amount of time. Now, the course itself, I would say it has a perceived value of about $497, right? Now... The whole offer itself kind of comes down to um, the core offer, right? comes down to $97. That means that everything in your offer should total up to at least $900 in that case, or, you know, $1,000, 10 times the value. The OTO should also follow the same thing, right? The one-time offer. So in this case, I was charging $297 for that, so my one-time offer should be at least worth $2,500, right? Because people are looking for value at an affordable cost, an overwhelming amount of value at a cost that makes sense to them. That's like the fundamentals of how you would make an irresistible offer, right? You're just addressing their objections and their pain points. Um, There are like different types of uh, objections. You have internal objections, vehicle objections, and external objections and that gets like a little more detailed so maybe we can get into that and into another um to another episode but for now um just kind of realize that you're addressing their problems potential problems that your product is going to introduce and if you're doing that if you're addressing their problems they're going to be more likely to buy from you because you've thought ahead and Um, You're basically fixing things before they break, right? And you're addressing their concerns. Because ultimately, what it comes down to is people don't don't really buy buy on logic, right? They buy on emotion, which is where these objections come from. Like, oh, like, I'm not good enough for this course. Or, um, 
I have a lot of, I'm making a lot of bad practices with my code or whatever. And one of your products should directly address one of those. Well, if you watch Russell like Russell Brunson pitch uh, ClickFunnels, right? Or his like ClickFunnels suite, he talks about like, you know, traffic, building funnels, um, and there's something else, I forget what he mentions. But it's interesting that he says, um, he mentions the whole thing about traffic, and the way he breaks down that belief is that he offers a, um, well, first of all, he'll offer like a simple solution for that, a solution that you can do on your own, but then he'll also have a product bundled with it, or a, a product as an upsell that you can get. So in this case, he has like traffic secrets, right? So if you're like trying to buy ClickFunnels and the only thing that you're, the only piece that you think you're missing is traffic secrets and you get hit with that traffic, traffic secrets offer, right? What are the chances that you're going to buy that? Right? Um, so I know I, <laughs> I probably butchered the whole, uh, Russell Brunson thing a bit, but hopefully that makes sense. Um, it's all about like addressing their problems making something that is actually going to be useful to them and get them results. If you can get them results and address their problems, then you're probably going to make sales, right? And you also have to differentiate yourself from everybody else. So how you structure your offer kind of separates you from everybody else as well. So when I was structuring my new offer, my lower ticket offer, this is the same process I went through, right? So in this case, the thing that I'm selling is a small course that teaches you how to structure um, structure and code an application, right? And it teaches you how to do it in iterations because a lot of the time, like beginners, like they'll just kind of go out there and they'll just start. They won't think about the code at all. They'll just start writing and writing and writing. And then they eventually end up with this unmaintainable mess of code that doesn't make any sense because they didn't think about it first. They didn't, there's no structure to it. And that, that creates a lot of problems because if you're trying to build like an application, let's say for like a company or you're freelancing or something like that, um, that's going to be a big problem when <laughs> the code gets complex and unmaintainable and you have to fix something and it's really like really hard to fix it because, you know, the code's a mess. So I thought to myself, how can I solve this problem for beginners and bundle it up into a nice package? Now... The product itself kind of solves a lot of problems because the thing is, the main problems that people who buy this product are people that want to make applications and don't know how to do it. The core product solves that. Um, people who tried to make an application and failed, this product also uh, solves that. And then people that have like this false belief that they need to be like a software ar architect, you know, with like, I don't know, something crazy like a PhD in computer science to be able to effectively structure an application so my product addresses all these problems already so in this case it's a matter of how can i increase the value with things that are related to what i'm selling so basically what i did was i took the idea of the slack group and i just slapped it on this offer right because how cool would it be right you know you're designing these applications you're going through this course you're excited and now you know you now you know the formula right you're making your applications how cool would it be to be able to talk to other people who are also going to course 
and who are also developing applications, right? So now they can they can kind of collaborate with each other, they can help each other out, they can guide each other. And the other thing that I did was I took my beginner pitfalls book and I slapped that in the offer too. So I basically just took assets I already had and just combined it into this whole simple app formula. And the 25 beginner pitfalls helps a lot because uh, something that beginners might run into is like they're following the formula, but they have like these these false beliefs about the code and they're making they're using these bad practices that are making the product not work, right? The whole process I laid out is not gonna work with some of the things that are outlined in my beginner pitfalls book. So that is a way to address those problems, right? So if they come up to me and they're like, oh, um, your, your system isn't working me because of X, Y, and Z. And I'll be like, okay, well, X, Y, and Z is outlined in Beginner Pitfalls book. So it's just those kind of things, right? Think about the problems that it creates and then bundle, you know, bundle some stuff with it. And the Slack group also serves as a way to have them collaborate with other people, right? Because it'll be like, okay, you know, it's cool and all that I get this course, but maybe I want to talk with other people that are in the course. Or what if I get lost? What if I need some help? And the Slack group addresses all those problems. It makes sure that they don't get lost, they have people to talk to, they can collaborate with people. And, you know, it is a way that they can meet new people too. Now, my one time, uh, well, my order bump is still a um, it's still a one-on-one session. So if they, if they have anything any questions for me, they can talk to me about it in a 30-minute one-on-one session. That's still $50. That hasn't changed from my other offer. And finally, for my one-time offer page, I basically took um, the idea of the Facebook mastermind and I modified it a little bit to fit with what I'm doing here. So basically, um, the, the difference between the Slack group and the, face, the Facebook group is that the Slack group is for student to student discussion. The Facebook mastermind is for student to me support, right? They get direct access to my support. And um, occasionally, like, you know, I could set up live calls, like group coaching and that kind of thing, case studies, just, you know, all, all this like insider information. So when you kind of structure it like that, right? Um, they're, you know, so they're gonna buy the course, right? And then they're gonna get hit with this one-time offer that it that complements it so well. Like now I can like talk to the person who made the course. I can get really quick feedback. Um, I can get group coaching. I can get this insider information. It's just a very nice complement to the core offer, right? Now the price points aren't that big because. <laughs> as I learned yesterday and that why I completely failed was because I was trying to go for too expensive of a product right out of the gate. So my core product is, I'm either gonna make it $9 or $27. I haven't decided on that yet. I kind of have to weigh them out. Um, but the perceived value of that is over $400. So it doesn't matter if I go with $9 or $27, the perceived value is still through the roof. and. It's a really good deal, honestly, right? And the one-time offer is going to be $67, and the perceived value of that is around $700. So, 
you know, as long as you're kind of sticking with addressing their problems and going with at least 10 times the value, you should have a pretty good offer. So address their problems, address their objections, and go with 10 times the value. And you should have an irresistible offer. But ultimately, that is just kind of a, um, a high-level overview of how I would do it. And I just walked you through both, both of my offers and why I did it that way. So hopefully that was helpful to you. That is it for today. Thank you very much for joining me on 8X Radio. And have a great day. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you tomorrow.